Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it is December 21st, it's 2018, and we have 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my buddy, it's it's the third time this week that um, I've gotten the honor of talking to you about sports, it's always a good time. Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing my friend? Doing great man, excited to come on uh, for, for another one, talk, talk to NBA two times in the week. Uh, we got two pretty good slates to talk about this week, so... I'm excited as well, man. Should should be fun, and you know, you know, I always have a blast hanging out and uh, t- talking shop for the NBA slate. So definitely ready to hang out. Yo, Bobby, Bobby, if I definitely appreciate you batting, um, pinch hitting here for him. Um, so, but yeah, this is an interesting NBA slate. Um, I am, I, I can't lie, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready for the weekend. Will, um, I need, I need a couple of days off. My, my cough has been killing me. Uh, we were talking pre-show. My side is killing me from coughing so much. I, I can't like do anything now. So like, I, I'm ready for the weekend. I'm ready for a couple of days off, and um, no NBA games on Monday. So I don't know if there's gonna be a podcast on Monday, but we will have. We will have an NBA uh, Christmas Day breakdown morning grind um, like we did last year. Um, one of my favorite slates of the entire season. So um, we will have that. That'll probably come out sometime on Monday. And um, you're actually recording that with me. So we'll work out those details and get all that stuff. But we will have that podcast up and breaking down those um, games on Tuesday. So hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Um if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Roto-Grinders links. That way you guys get any access to promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. Always an awesome stuff um, going on with them. So make sure you guys are giving them uh, some looks and some love over there. They got um, all kinds of NBA stuff. They got all kinds of NFL stuff. They have their big NFL $500,000 championship this weekend. Congratulations to everybody that qualified for that. Uh, we talked about the football slate. It's one of the longest podcasts we've ever done, uh, Morning Grind. There was so much to talk about on this week 16 NFL slate. If you guys want to check that out, it's on the podcast feed or on iTunes under Roto Grinders Morning Grind. we got 10 basketball games to talk about here on today's NBA slate. So let's jump right in. Detroit at Charlotte, 217. Charlotte's favored by three and a half. Um, really, the only injury news here is Ish Smith is out still. Uh, let's start with Detroit. What do we like here for the Pistons? Uh, Andre Drummond, Blake Griffin, uh, those are always going to be the first two guys that that I like with this team. Um, you know, we don't we don't really have anyone, you know, on, on Charlotte that's going to slow these guys down. So, uh, really like them. Drummond at eighty nine hundred, I just think is a steal on this slate. Uh, and you know, we've got Blake at ninety four. So, re- really like both of those guys. Uh, Kimba is really I, I don't know what's going on with our defense. Um, I've got to just really watch some more film because we're starting to get just abused by point guards. Um, and, uh, you know, Reggie Jackson, once again, I, I keep bringing him up for some reason on this show, 5,400 this time. 
uh, going against my Hornets. Uh, don't mind playing him. Reggie just had a 37-point game against Minnesota. Uh, really don't mind any any bit of Reggie Jackson. And then, you know, one one of your boys, don't want to steal your thunder, but, you know, Bullock and, and, and these other, you know, auxiliary pieces have been playing pretty well as well. Uh, Reggie Bullock is coming off a 40-point game, had a 30-point game before that. Uh, he's 4,800. So, uh, you know, I think I think these guys provide provide a little bit of value here. Uh, Reggie Jackson and Bullock, you know, certainly provide some value. And, uh, you know, if, if you can, you know, migrate to a little bit of Stanley Johnson, if you can stomach playing him. Uh, well, and he's, he only played 15 minutes the last game, but uh, I guess we kind of don't know when, when he's going to play a larger role. But Luke Kennard's been playing a little bit as well. But, I think the main guys are just those four guys we talked about: Bullock, uh, Bullock, Reggie Jackson, Drummond, and, and Blake. I think those are the four main pieces on this slate. No need to really, you know, go too thin with the other guys on this team. Yeah, you mentioned Bullock. He's been playing a lot of minutes um, after kind of having the issue against the Thunder. So, um, you know, he, he's just playing a ton of minutes. He's still under 5K. Um, he's a guy that can put up 30 fantasy points, get you 6X um, with the upside to get more. So I don't mind Bullock. I don't mind Reggie Jackson. Um, you know, Drummond and Griffin are both fine plays today. I think I prefer um, Drummond a little bit more than Blake in this matchup. Uh, the discount is going to be nice today. There's a lot of studs to pay up for, so I don't know if I end up on either one of those guys because there are some really good games today. Um, as far as the Charlotte side, it, you know, I think that I, I say this all the time, but Cody Zeller is still probably too cheap if you're playing on fantasy draft where you can play multiple centers. Um, I, I think Cody Zeller is still in play over there um you know he went for 24 fantasy points against detroit last time out he went for 28 against them the first meeting so like at 5k you know 28 fantasy points over there on fantasy draft would not be the end of the world but you know really i, I think the play here from charlotte if you're playing anybody is kimball walker um he put up 60 and 40 in two meetings against detroit they've struggled against point guards all season um, like he's the guy that I'd play and they're at home. I always like playing Kimba more at home. So, um, uh, you're Charlotte's your team, but really the only guy that I like, I love here, um, is Kimba. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kimba at, you know, 8,600 is a, I think a pretty good value, uh, on this slate. We've been paying, you know, upwards of nine K for him. So, uh, definitely don't mind him. One guy that I did want to point out today, I don't know why he's playing so well, but uh, Marvin Williams. Uh, I, I don't. Gosh, I, I don't. I don't want to click the Marvin Williams button, but for forty nine hundred on this slate, I mean, if you look at what he's been doing game to game, he really should probably be about six K by now. Uh, the way he's been playing, I mean, if you just look at his game log, I'll just go from. You know, the last 10 here that we, we have on DK from the 26th of November, 31, 9, 36, 8, 34, 24, 28, 33, 6, and 38. I mean, I know he's had a few, I mean, really bad duds in between some games, but overall he's been 30 plus 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 times out of those 10 games and 20 plus 1, 2, three, four, five, six, seven times 
Uh, I mean, I, I think Marvin Williams is – if he's going to be playing like this, I just think he's underpriced, playing 35-plus minutes every game, and I, I don't think he's going to get any ownership on this slate. So I, I think he's a value play as well. Fair enough. Um, I don't know if I can click the button, but um... <laughs> I, I, I get it. I know. <laughs> I, I totally get it. Oh, all right. No more laughing. Oh, that's that's actually really painful. Um, Cleveland at Toronto, 206 total. Toronto favored by 12 and a half in this game. Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson remain out. Um, Kyle Lowry is out. Valanciunas is out. And Ibaka is questionable. Um, we'll have to see what it, what happens with Ibaka, but um, let's start with the Cleveland side of things. You know, Clarkson back. All these guys active for Cleveland. Is there anything um, that you're willing to take a shot on here? Uh, well, I, I'm not. I, I feel like maybe maybe Larry Nance. Uh, you know, the way Larry Nance has been playing. I mean, he's put up you know, roughly 50 points pretty much the past two starts. Uh, if they're going to start him and play him 35 minutes, uh, you know, I, I think I've got to project him to have a, a fairly good game. So uh, I think Larry Nance is probably one of the only guys I'm looking at at 6,700. Uh, if this game stays close, obviously it's going to be because guys are showing up. Uh, Alec Burks has been playing really well the past two games, but, um, not not sure I want to take a stab on him in this matchup. Uh, Jordan Clarkson's been playing really well recently as well. I actually think Clarkson would probably be my second favorite play here uh, if if they can keep this game close. And I know I know it's Toronto, but you know Toronto's down a fair amount of pieces right now. And you know if Ibaka happens to be out, then you know I think it's going to be a similar situation like Indiana. I know Indiana's a better team than Cleveland, but. Cleveland has, for some reason, shown a knack to stay in games now. They're playing a lot harder, and so uh, I don't mind Clarkson and Nance. Uh, I think that's about it. I've, I've kind of, you know, done the sexting experiment. <clears throat> Hasn't been working out as much recently. Maybe he's hitting the rookie wall. He's cheap enough to play for the minutes, but uh, I just think they're better, better plays on this slate. So as of right now, Nance and Clarkson would be my two plays. <laughs> It's always been about minutes uh, for Larry Nance. It's always been about minutes, and he's getting the minutes right now. Um, I just think we we should continue to take advantage of the minutes being there for Larry Nance. So for me, Larry Nance is the play here. Um, you know, he's the guy that I want to play from Cleveland. If you're playing multiple lineups in a large field tournament, uh, I definitely don't mind taking a shot on Clarkson. Toronto side of things, my issue with Toronto is I don't know if this game is going to stay close, but I hate being in the business of projecting blowouts. And I feel like Siakam and Kawhi are just, you know, top-end plays with no Kyle Lowry on the floor today. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And uh, if Ibaka gets ruled out, which, I mean, this game is at 7 o'clock. So this is news that we know for sure we'll have by lineup lock, like guaranteed. I, I don't think I don't think this will go past seven. Even if we get it five minutes before, I think we'll have it. Uh, if Ibaka's ruled out again, I think you guys know my rule by now. I'm just going to play uh, Kawhi and Siakam and let the chips fall where they may. Um, if, they, if they get there, which I, I believe they'll get there, uh, these guys are going to have to do a lot. 
Um, I mean, we we saw it the other night with, with all these guys out. I mean, you know, Siakam was, you know, around 40 points. Uh, Kawhi, I think, was around 60. And um, that's just the way I'm going to approach it. We're, we're going to get Kawhi at 9,500. And if he's got a shoulder to load and play almost 40 minutes, almost or, or, or upper 30s, I, I think you can just go ahead and project him out for 50 to 60 in this spot, and, and I think that's going to be good enough, even on such a massive slate. Uh, and same thing for Siakam at, at 6,300. If Serge is out, I mean, Siakam, you know, was was at 38 fantasy points, uh, could easily get to 40, you know, with with a few more rebounds. I just, I, I just think this is a great spot for for both of these guys. Uh, you know, Lowry's already out, so Fred Van Vliet, 5,500 Van Vliet. I'm not thrilled about it, but I don't mind it against Cleveland. So um, th- those would be, you know, three of my favorite plays. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, if if Greg Monroe is, is going to continue to get, you know, 22 minutes, I, I would assume he's probably going to be around that price. Um, I don't mind that. I mean, I think this is a spot where he can get 30 in 20 minutes. So, uh, you know, I, I like Toronto today against Cleveland a team that isn't going to play any defense, uh, but is also going to put up a fight on the offensive end to try to stay in the game. Yeah, yeah. You pretty much um, you talked about a lot there. Um, if Ibaka sits with Valanciunas already ruled out, uh, I think you can take a shot on Monroe. The problem with Monroe is I think 25 minutes is probably his max. And, yep. and, and like – you know, he his price has come up. It's not like he's cheap. Uh, so, you know, I, I think Monroe, if, if he becomes really popular, uh, is a good game theory fade uh, because I don't know if he'll necessarily get there. So, um, we'll get to my favorite center in a minute. So, don't you worry. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. That's kind of it. Let's move on. Pacers and Nets, 211 and a half total. Um, Pacers favored here in this game. Um, Evans is questionable. Crab is already ruled out. Levert is out. Um, let's see here. Um, I think that's it injury-wise. Let's start with the Pacers side of things. Is there anything that you like here for the Pacers? Well, first of all, if I don't uh, you know, fire up Miles Turner today, even in this spot with, with Oladipo back, um, well, I, I don't think anything's wrong. I, I just think Turner's a really strong play today. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, he's, he's like in my top three group of centers today. Um, I've got one other guy that, that's like nudging him out at number one. But I, I, I think for sure Turner's my, my number two center today. Um, and, and based on how I'm trying to construct my lineups, if I need the salary relief, uh, that I, I think he'll for sure. I won't have any problems putting him in my lineups. This guy's just been playing great uh, recently. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because he feels like Sabonis was was going to take his job. Doesn't matter to me. He, he's just been playing really well. So he's actually my favorite pacer uh, on the board. And then outside of that, uh, next would just be Victor Oladipo at 8100. Um, minutes are still there. You know, maybe he's still shaking off a few cobwebs. I think this is a spot where he could go a little bit lower on the day, and we know this guy has 50, 60-point upside. 
uh, at any price. So re really excited about him. And then my, my third guy would be Bogdanovich. He's not going to put up have the same type of uh, consistency uh, as when Oladipo was out. When Oladipo was out, you know, he was pretty consistent in the high 20s, mid to low 30s. I don't think we're going to see that consistently, but against a team like Brooklyn, I don't mind taking a shot on him at 5,200. And, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. I know Darren Collison is cheap. I know Corey Joseph is cheap. I, those are just guys I just don't want to play on this slate. So I'm, I'm going to be avoiding them. I I really like the price on Old Depot. I like to play him when he gets under 8K. 81 is pretty damn close. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I like Oladipo here. I like the Turner call. Uh, that's really it for me on the Pacers. Those are the only two guys that I have interest in here in the Pacers. Um, on the other side of this game, on the Brooklyn side, you know, I think Russell, if you're going to be playing Oladipo, Russell's interesting. But you got to remember the risk here because the risk here is this team is very good defensively. Um, so it's it's really tough to love anything from Brooklyn here. Um what are you? What are your thoughts here on Brooklyn? Honestly, I'm starting to get a feel for this Brooklyn team, and it's, it's, God, I almost feel bad about it. I don't think today is a Russell day. I think today is a Spencer Dinwiddie day. I can just already see Russell going out there and, and just not. And listen, they're at home, but I can already see him going out there and kind of struggling in the first five or six minutes, and Dinwiddie comes in and. Plays a little bit, little bit different style than Russell, and you look up and he's got 20, 20 fantasy points in the first half, and they kind of ride the hot hand. I, I think this is a Dinwiddie game, so I, I don't really like Russell, but I really do like Dinwiddie today uh, in this spot. Uh, I think that he's a good play, and then Jared Allen at fifty one hundred—that's just too low. Uh, I don't care. I mean, his minutes have been, you know, kind of wonky. And, and, and maybe that's why the salary is trying to compensate for that. Uh, but this is a guy that was consistently in that, you know, 28 to 30 category earlier. And um, so I, I'm, I, I'm willing to take a shot on Jared Allen at 5,100. And um, so, so I think that's a, a very good price there. And then Mr. Uh, Mr. Kurtz, he's going to keep playing as long as uh, Crab is out. And I don't mind him at, because he's 3,700. I mean, he could get you – you know, 25 fantasy points, and I wouldn't mind that at 3,700. Uh, but that's about it for this team. Uh, I don't think we need to play too many guys from here. All right, Atlanta at New York, 229.5 total here. Um, New York favored by 2.5 in this game. Prince is still out. Mitchell Robinson's out. Trezier is out. Uh, this is a this is a game that uh, is, is juicy on paper here. Um, so it's hard not to like this game. Um, so let's start with the Atlanta side of things. Uh, one guy that I've been playing uh, for a long time, you know, ever, ever since really Prince has been out is Bazemore. And I love this spot for Bazemore. I, I really do. Like, we're going to talk about Collins in a minute and these guys um, for the Atlanta side. But I really, really like this spot for Bazemore. Uh, I think this is a spot that he could really perform well in and, you know, have a really, really good game here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to start this one out with some narrative street. Uh, give me some Jeremy Lin revenge here at 3,800. Uh, I, I, I think Jeremy Lin's going to come out firing. 
If he gets 25 minutes, I think Jeremy Lin can put up 30 here. I know the listeners probably did not expect that, but just want to remind them about Lin Sanity and uh, let's let's He's get played him a couple times already this year, that hasn't he? Uh, he he may have, but you know he's been hurt. I he's back. Anyway, Jeremy Lin revenge. <laughs> but so let let's hope that uh, we, we get a little bit of him in the garden there. Um, but yeah, I, I think my favorite hawk, honestly, it. I think I'm with you this time on Baysmore, sixty two hundred. I just think the price and what he's been doing recently. Uh, I think I think that's fair, and, and you know he's got forty point upside. Obviously, Collins is a great play at seventy eight hundred. I actually don't mind Dwayne Dedman as well in this spot at fifty nine hundred, um, especially if he's going to get anywhere close to thirty minutes. I mean, he could have. Just a monster game. I mean, we saw him put up 51 against Brooklyn, um, 31 against Boston. I, I think he could have a good game here at low ownership. So really like uh, Dwayne Devin as well. And, uh, you know, I know Trey Young has been breaking our hearts, but, you know, if, if you've been on him and you like this game, uh, don't don't let him break your heart now. You better fire him up in this spot. Uh, he could have, a you know, a 40-point game easily here. Uh, in the garden, and uh, those are the just uh, you know the few guys I'd look at here from from uh, the Hawks. Yeah, I'd probably rank them: Bazemore, um, Collins, Deadman, Young. Uh, I'm just I'm not yep. really high on Trey Young at this point. Uh, I do like the matchup. The minutes have just been all over the place for him. Um, you know, he's been turning the ball over a little bit too much. Uh, so that's kind of how I would rank Atlanta here. And then on the New York side of things, like I really like Kevin Knox in this matchup. The only problem that I have with Kevin Knox in this matchup is his price is just caught up to his performance. Um, yeah. I don't know if he has enough opportunity um, here, enough ceiling, even enough upside, really, to pay off this price tag. Um, so I, I think the guy, like, outside of maybe playing, like, Ennis Cantor in tournaments, um, I really do think the guy you play here on the New York side of things is maybe Hardaway Jr. Just play the usage in a very fast paced uh, matchup uh, against a bad defense. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with New York. Like, I think I, I really think I, I approached New York with, I know Hardaway is expensive, but I think like he has 50 point upside in this matchup. And I think I'm just going to play the usage here. Yeah, he's played well against Atlanta in both games this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think he's put up 40-plus fantasy points in both of those games. And one, I think he might have been over 50. Uh, I'm almost positive I'm right on that. Uh, viewers, I don't mind you checking me on that. He's like averaging said, 49 in two games. So it's yeah, like, yeah. So, for 50 in one of them. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, yeah, I, I don't mind Hardaway at all. I'm with you. I, I think Knox is priced – right at that 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 spot where it's just you know it's probably time to not play him although he does have 40 point upside in this game as well um but at 6k i definitely think there's better value finally at 5600 um i think he's a good value here um you know as long as he's going to be in that mid 5k range playing you know 30 something minutes i don't mind it you know if he can you know not get into foul trouble and, and kind of catch a double double then he'll be okay uh, and then with Mitchell Robertson out, Enos Cantor again. Uh, I feel a lot. I feel a lot better about rolling out Enos Cantor 
anytime Mitchell Robinson is out, I just feel good about him getting a lot closer or exceeding 30 minutes every game. And so I, I don't mind him as well. But that's kind of that, – that's about it. Moody has been playing really well, but with all these other guys coming back, I think I'm just going to kind of fade Moody here. I, 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 this is an elite spot. I think he could crush here. But at 6,200, I think, you know, I, I could find better plays there as well. Yeah, Knicks are starting to get a little healthy. Like, Dotson's supposed to be back. Like, they're starting to get a little healthy. Um, yeah. So that that concerns me with, like, like you like you were saying with Moody, um, I couldn't agree more with um, maybe this is the spot to finally get off of running him out there. So Chicago, Orlando at Chicago, um, 205 and a half total here. Orlando favored by two and a half. Um, Jonathan Simmons is questionable. Levine is out. Parker is questionable. And Bobby Portis is out um, here in this game. Let's start with the Orlando side of things. They're a little bit of a favor here against Chicago. It sounds like Vooch is going to be back. He um, was back with the team on Thursday, so it sounds like he's going to play in this game. Um, you know, he's been crushing, and I love playing him. You know, he just had a really good game against Chicago um, like two games ago. Uh, it, it's just my issue with Vooch is the price. Um, like, I, I think he goes for like 45 to 50 fantasy points here, but I just don't know if that's going to be enough at his price on this slate yeah um and and that that's the approach i think everybody's gonna take and that's why vooch is my number one center today uh i I think he's gonna smash i i know he's you know 9200 i hate on it for what i don't hate on it at all like yeah i i know he's expensive today uh, I, I like him better than any other center on this slate. I, I think he's probably one of the safer plays out there. And obviously, because he's 9,200, I don't, I don't think he's going to get much ownership. And I, I get it. Like, he's 9,200, but I'm, I'm just going to – I'm going to roll him out here. Um, Vooch, is, Vooch is one of the guys that, you know, like I said, the only way I, I think I, I end up not on some Vooch is if I end up running, you know, four or five lineups – and I kind of differentiate in one. Obviously, on DK and Fantasy Draft, I can play him, Turner, a couple other guys. Um, so, you know, with that being the case, I, I probably won't. I think if, you know, however many laps I play, m- might be one, might be three or four, it won't matter. I think I'll have him in every one. He's, he's, he's kind of like my number one play on the board t- today, really. Uh, I, I just think, you know, the combination of price and upside he's going to provide uh, is going to be phenomenal. Now that I've gotten my, my Vooch affection out of the way, uh, DJ Augustine at 4,400, don't mind him. Uh, pre- pretty safe. I mean, I think he'll get, you know, 28 to 32 minutes in this game. Uh, he should be okay. Uh, you know, we, we talk about Evan Fournier. He's 5,500. My goodness, he's – He looks awful, dude. He just – I know. Uh, something's wrong with him. I, I don't know – if it's injury or something, but I, I don't know. I, I just don't think he looks right right now for what it's worth. Yeah, 55. He's, he's a little too cheap. And, of course, I mean, Aaron Gordon, 6,700. That He's just way too cheap for this spot here uh, against, against Chicago. So, um, I mean, guy, he's cheaper than Laurie Marketing for what it's worth. That, that doesn't make any sense to me at all. So uh, I think I think the Vooch Gordon pairing down low, I, I think it's an elite combo today on every side. 
Uh, it is definitely one I, I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, like one of the reasons that I don't love Vooch as much as you is because I love this price for Aaron Gordon. Um, so on the Chicago side of things, like uh, I'm just with Levine out, I'm just going to keep playing Zach um, or Chris Dunn. Um, Zach with Zach out, I'm going to play keep playing Chris Dunn. Um, his usage goes up a lot with um, Levine not on the floor. He's getting the minutes in close games. He's playing 30 plus minutes. Uh, I know they really haven't had a game like they haven't scored over a hundred points as a team in five straight games. So it, it's really tough to like compare what type of um like what type of upside he has because the, as a team, they just haven't been scoring very well. So for me, I think this is a spot. This is a prime spot. Um, to play Chris Dunn, and I, I like marketing. Um, Orlando has struggled rebounding the basketball for years now, and like marketing has some upside in this matchup. I know he didn't really have a good game against them the first time, but I really think with Portis out, marketing gets minutes here. And I honestly think, you know, continuing with that whole Portis being out thing, like this might be the spot to buy low on Wendell Carter Jr. Um, at 4,900. So, um, I know I just I just kept rambling on there. So give me your thoughts on Chicago. Yeah, no, nah, listen, I don't mind I don't mind those calls at all. Um, I'm I'm trying to decide if I want to play this price for Chris Dunn at uh, seventy three hundred. Uh, you know, I prefer I, for what it's worth. I prefer Tim Hardaway at this price. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't. I don't. I, I'm with you one hundred percent. But I, I don't mind Dunn. Like, you know, I, I do know – I mean, he just dropped 40 the other night. So he, he's got the upside. Uh, you know, if we talked about it today, and I think if – I think we would both accept 41 points from him again for 7,300. I would anyway. I think we both accept that. And um, so he's got the upside. I don't mind him. I'm just trying to decide, you know, how comfortable do I feel playing, paying him at this price. Justin Holiday, 5,300. He, he continues to play 35 minutes. I know he doesn't get have, have upside games every game, uh, but he he's you know 35 points from him at that price. I take that really like him, and then obviously you know Mr. Market at 7K uh, like him as well. I did want to kind of harp on that Wendell Carter Jr. Just kind of bang the drum for him a little bit. I do think that this is a spot where Wendell Carter Jr. could get 30 minutes. I think with no Barbie Portis. I do think he could get back closer to that 30-minute range. Um, he's just got to stay out of foul trouble. I mean, if you look at his game law, four fouls, five, six, fouled out, four, three, one, three, five. He's just – he can't keep his hands to himself. Uh, if he can stay out of foul trouble, I think this guy could put up a monster game. So don't mind him, but if he's got to deal with Vooch, I think he's going to be in foul trouble. And that's my uh, my only concern. But at 4,900, I definitely think he rolled the dice with no portis. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, and options, cryptos, all commission-free, free, free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. 
Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds, custom notifications for price movement so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com. Milwaukee at Boston, 224.5 total. Boston favored by one in this game. Illisova, we know, is out. Um, Baines is out. Horford is out. Morris is questionable. Uh, let's start with the Bucks side of things. Um, you know, we talk about this all the time. We like competitive basketball games. And we know we're likely going to get a competitive basketball game in this game. Um, what are we doing with the Bucks? Yeah, uh, Giannis, Giannis, and more Giannis. Uh, Boston doesn't have anybody that's going to stop Giannis today. He's 11K, probably going to go pretty low on, uh, because obviously I like Kawhi better than Giannis today because of the price discount. And I think more people are going to flock to the New Orleans Lakers game uh, because because that game seems to, on paper, seems like it's going to shoot out fairly well. So I think Giannis is a superstar. That's kind of going to get left out to dry today. I, I think that's a mistake. I, I think Giannis, you know, I mean, obviously he's got 70, 80 point upside on any slate, but in a competitive game like this, um, you know, at Boston, I, I think he's got just as much upside as anyone. So uh, he, he's my favorite one. And then as far as value, uh, DJ Wilson, if he's going to keep playing 25 minutes, uh, I think he's a guy you can look at. Um you know, almost put up a double-double. I know that was against New Orleans, uh, but, you know, he, he played against Detroit and played fairly well as well. So I uh, don't mind him if they're going to give him minutes. And then I also don't mind Brooke Lopez. I keep talking about him. Um, his minutes are, you know, his minutes the last game were a little bit lower, but he's been around 30 minutes, you know, most games this month. And uh, he's been performing, I, I feel, admirably for his price, so at 4,600, 4, excuse me. Uh, I don't mind him. Eric Bledsoe, 6,700 in this spot, way too cheap. Uh, I think you can fire him up. I think he's the leverage play on your guys like Trey, like Moutier, uh, guys like that. You know, just go ahead and spend a, a few hundred more uh, and take, uh, you know, a guy that I feel like is, is a much better play. And, and those are the guys that I, that I think you look at uh, in this spot. Yep. Um, I'm a little concerned with DJ Wilson. Just because I think I could see this game going small um, with Boston missing some bigs too. That's the only concern that I have with Wilson. Um, you know, they needed his size against New Orleans with Illisova out. They needed his size against Detroit. I just, I could see Giannis playing the five in this game um, and like this game going small with um, with some injuries here. But uh, with Tice out there, maybe, maybe they play him, but I've just, that's the only concern. I, I do like the honest upside in this game. I think it's a very good spot. I don't mind Bledsoe. Don't mind Middleton. My favorite play on this slate, the entire slate, my favorite play on the entire slate is Gordon Hayward. Um, I love Hayward in this matchup. He's 5,400. He plays, you know, he, he's been getting these 28 to, like, 30-minute runs in close games. And he, he finally showed us his upside at the beginning of this month against Minnesota. He put up 58 against Minnesota earlier this month. If he gets the run here, like, he played he played 26 minutes in the first meeting and put up 33. Like, give me 
Give me 30 minutes, and he puts up probably 40. Um, I love Gordon Hayward here. He's my favorite play on the entire slate. Yeah, I mean, for the value, I mean, this is a great value here. I know a lot of times, I, I think, in the, not in the industry, but I think some, sometimes, listeners, sometimes, I think we think value is a punt. And value isn't necessarily a punt. It's just, you know, anybody that's maybe underpriced, for where we project their performance is going to be that day. So, you know, I'm with 100%. Uh, re- really like Gordon Hayward here. I think this is a, this is a really good price for him. Um, Kyrie at 87, I like him as well. He, Kyrie's been just doing so much this year, uh, scoring, rebounding, assist numbers. I mean, he put up 60 against Phoenix in a close game here. 47, 45, 54, uh, 26, 41, 30. I mean, just, he's just been playing phenomenal. Uh, so Kyrie 87, like him a lot in this spot as well, in a game that should be competitive against a team that he typically plays pretty well against. Um, so so really like him. And then, you know, last but not least, I, I think Marcus Smart is in play here as well. Uh, his minutes have, have been, you know, pretty steady around 30 minutes, you know, and, and I think at 4,900, I don't mind him. These are all players that I think, uh, on the Boston side, that are kind of going to go overlooked today with with all the all the other games we have out there. Yeah, like I think Daniel Tice is going to get a lot of love today, and I think it's bad chalk. Um, and the reason I say that is they don't like to extend this guy's minutes. And I've already said I think this game goes small. I think Jason Tatum and Giannis play the five against each other at parts of this game, and that's why I love your Marcus Smart call because I see this game going small. And if that happens, Smart would be on the floor with Marcus Morris, Hayward, Tatum, uh, th- that combo, or Brown, whoever it is, like that combo would be out there. I just, I see this game going small. I really do. And, you know, these teams haven't played since the beginning of November. It's going to be a really good game. Um, this is what we're looking forward to in the East this year. This is probably the Eastern Conference Finals right now, um, maybe Toronto. So um, it's going to be a really good basketball game. Uh, but again, I just think, you know, personally, I think Daniel Tice is bad chalk today. Bad chalk. Minnesota at San Antonio, two twenty-one total. San Antonio favored by four. Jeff Teague is out. Um, we're gonna start with Minnesota, but with Teague out, like Derrick Rose becomes another one of those mid-range plays. That's a, you know a phenomenal play today with no Teague. I know it's San Antonio. But people still think this is the San Antonio Spurs from the last few years, and it's not. This is a great spot for Derrick Rose, um, and he's a he's a really good discount to Carl Anthony Towns. Like Carl Anthony Towns is in a good spot here, but the discount and the usage bump that we get for Rose here with no Teague, like minutes bump too. I, I think I prefer Rose for the discount over Towns in this matchup. Yeah, yeah, and Rose at seventy two hundred. I think he's priced now where where you have to think about it, you know, and 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 I think that's good, uh, you know, for for what he's going to be doing. I still think like twenty nine shots against Detroit the other day. Yeah, twenty nine shots. Yeah, a like, little bit over time, a little bit over time, but that's okay. He's still. I mean, look, I still think this is, you know, right where he's going to be, and I don't think he'll take twenty nine. Well. You know, he could. Uh, we've seen him take 20-plus shots or, or get close to it in a fair amount of games this year. So uh, 7,200, I don't mind Derrick Rose. I don't feel as strongly about having to play him today. Now, if he was 6K, I think he'd be an autoplay. But at 7,200, I don't think 
I don't think he's a must play. I think he's a good play. I don't think he's a must play. Uh, Josh Okoji at 3,300, if you think, um, you know, he could have some form of upside game or if you need some salary relief and hope he can get the 25 fantasy points, then at 3,300, I, I don't mind Josh Okoji. I really wish I could play Andrew Wiggins, but I just can't. Um, 5,800, I do think is a little too cheap with all these guys out, but man, if it, uh, I, I just, I, I don't think I can pull the trigger there. Um, Robert Covington, 5,700. He's a guy I really like today. Um, I kind of view Covington the same way uh, I, I view Gordon Hayward. You know, a guy that's going to play upward, upward, you know, 30 minutes or so, and it's just underpriced for, for what they're going to be doing. So really, really like Covington here. I think he's one of my my favorite plays on the slate in that mid-range. Uh, Dario Saric uh, ended up playing 32 minutes against Detroit. Uh, he played 20 minutes against Sacramento only because it was a blowout. I, I think Saric is in play again here in a game that, that should be fairly competitive. 32 minutes, I'll, I'll play him for, for 5,200. So here's the thing uh, about Rose with Teague off the floor this season, right? 41 minutes, 35-5, that Golden State game that he got hurt or got banged up. So 41-5, 35, 37-35, 24 in the Sacramento game uh, two games ago where they absolutely blew out Sacramento, and 38. He's gone for 67, 6.5, 30, 44, 38, 33, 49. Like, he has, yeah. he has such good upside. And like you said, you know, you pointed out like people are gonna have to think about it. I love it. I love the fact that they raised his price. I love the fact he's at over seven k because still think he can profit at that. Um, you you're, you were talking about Covington here, and I think this is a really good spot for Covington too. Um, uh, you know, under six k, starting to learn like what type of role he needs to have in this offense. You know, we 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 started to see it before, and we're starting to see it again. So hopefully, he can keep it going here. Um, this is going to be a good basketball game. Let's go to the Spurs side of things. Is this a spot you fire up your boy, uh, DDR? Because it seems like a good DeRozan spot. Yeah, and, and DeRozan hasn't really had an upside game recently because, ironically, as much as I think we thought the Spurs may have been dead in the water, they've just been blowing teams out here recently. I mean, it's been ugly. They've been just destroying. I mean, the most competitive game they've had recently – was the Chicago Bulls, and they won that game. Did they – they might have – I can't remember if they won or lost, but anyway, that's the closest game that that they've had. Other than that, you look at this game, they have blown teams out, I mean, handily. So, uh, we know we that that's kind of tapered down DeRozan's upside. I mean, he's been performing really well for what they've been doing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, at, at 8K, I, I like DeRozan here. I think this is a good spot for him, um, you know, a game where there, there's going to be, you know, a lot less defense. And I, I'm going to keep playing Rudy Gay. Uh, Rudy Gay, you know, his minutes look like they've been all over the place, but they've been really down because they've been blowing teams out. I think Gay gets 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes or, or, or over here. And I, I think this is an upside spot for him at 6,100. He's a guy I'm definitely going to look at. I don't like Lamarcus at 8,200. I know that, you know, Cat has just been awful, but I, I, I can't pay 8,200 for Aldridge. Uh, 
that, that's just something I'm just not willing to do. So he's going to be on the outside looking in for me uh, in this spot. Um, and I, I think that's that's a, about it for me with this team. I know I know they've got some cheap value guys that may play, but like White and Forbes. But I don't want to have to play roulette tomorrow with 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 these with these guys. So I'm just going to pass on all of them. You play. Th- you play those three guys. That, you know, that's the Spurs in a nutshell. You don't have to overthink the the Spurs here. It's those three guys. Um, and all three of them are playing really good basketball right now, real-life basketball, and, yeah. and that's why they're blowing teams out. Uh, moving on, Utah, Portland, 212.5. Portland favored by two. Both teams um, look to be full strength for this game. Don't Didn't see anything on the injury report here for either team. Um, let's start with Utah. Uh, first of all, well, I think this is one of my least favorite games, but um, I'll, I'll let you go first on the Utah side. Oh yeah, man! Listen, I, I, I like it. I'm, I'm glad this is the least favorite game. I think this game has got some some value. Ricky Rubio at 5600, he's too cheap. Donovan Mitchell at 7100, I think he's too cheap. Uh, Joe Ingles is probably priced about where he should be, but but those two guys I think are just really underpriced here. Um, and so those those are two guys I'd be looking to mix in, especially if I'm multi-entering. Um, I, I just I, I would not leave them leave them out of my build. Uh, Mitchell Rubio, two guys that are just too cheap, I think, for this slate. I love playing Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I never never can hate on a Donovan Mitchell take. Nobody's going to be playing him in this game, so I don't hate that. Like he put up 36 fantasy points the other night with 26 shot attempts, shot less than 20% from the field and still got there. So Yeah, um, I had him the other night. You want to guess what his percentage was? I think it was under 6% um, on that slate. Yeah. yeah, That's crazy. Um, On the Portland side, this is the spot that Damian Lillard goes for like 60 fantasy points and nobody plays him. But I just – honestly, I I really just don't like this game. Uh, And, you know – Damian Lillard would be the one guy that I'd play if I was playing anybody, and I don't think I'm going to end up playing him. Yep, he's the guy. Uh, and honestly, CJ McCollum, he's 6,400. I don't mind it, but he's not a guy. I, I, like, he's not Bradley Beal, okay? Like, so so I know we talk about a lot of times, we talk about guys that just shoot and score, and Bradley Beal is one of those guys. But if you look at Bradley, Bradley does a little bit more. He'll get you some steals, couple assists, couple rebounds. And Bradley, I think, is a little bit more consistent on the scoring than CJ is. Uh, CJ just—I mean, he, he's just been very sporadic this year. Um, I mean, if you look at his, his recent game out, he looks like he's been playing really well. He's been, you know, mid thirties, had a couple upside games, but I'd much rather play Bradley Beal. So CJ is a guy I'm just not going to play. Damian Lillard at 8,500 is too cheap. He's too cheap. He's too cheap. He's too cheap. He's at home in a competitive game. Like, these are the spots that I like to take stands on guys like Dane when we're going to get him into the night. All, so many other plays like a Kyrie that you can play, like a Kemba that you can play early and look at those fantasy points and see it, see yourself at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, and then Dane just comes back and you're like, why didn't I play Dane at 8,500 when he should be priced at 9,500? So uh, Dame is a value for me today. Really like him. Uh, and then Nurkic. I think Nurkic gets 30 minutes today. I, c- I could be wrong, but I think this is a spot where they're going to have Gobert out there. And even if he doesn't get 30, I think 28 to, 28 to 30 is probably more reasonable. And we've seen this guy put up 40 
easy. So I don't mind Nurkic here. Uh, you know, secretly, really, really good centers have been able to really take Gobert to school. And Nurkic at 6,600 in this spot, I, I think, is very fair. So I don't mind him as well. Like I said, you like that game so much more than I do. But that's why we have two people uh, breaking down these games because I would have spent 30 seconds on that game. <laughs> um, Memphis Memphis at Sacramento. We have a 212 pick'em. Um Jermichael Green is questionable. Bagley is out. Bodanovich is questionable. Um, you know, we talked about – me and Grant talked about going back to the well on Sacramento after the Minnesota debacle. And I really hope people listened um, because Fox went bonkers against the Thunder the other night. Um, him and Buddy Heel just they, – they, they're like, hey, thanks, Coach. Uh, Buddy Heel was like, hey, thanks for not letting me play 30 minutes on my birthday. Um, yes. So anyway, Memphis side of things, you know, it sounds like Conley's going to play. Um, it's a nice little pace up spot for Memphis. Um, uh, is there anybody outside of maybe Jackson if Green sits? If Green sits, Jackson's the play, right? Yeah, yeah. Triple J, I think, would be the play. And then look, I, th- I think Kyle Anderson is still too cheap at 4,600. That's just, but that's about it for me. Like, this is, I think, the spot where, and then let's just get this out of the way. Mike Conley's been questionable since the first game of the season. He just keeps playing. Uh, so I'll rest him eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually he'll he'll get a break. Uh, so I they'll, they'll but, play but, they'll play like the Suns or somebody um, one night and like they'll they'll rest him. <laughs> yeah, and really, really for what Mike Conley's been doing, really I think we should be playing him at seventy nine hundred on this spot in this spot against nice the Kings. I mean, him, man. he could he could crush at this price tag, but. You know, with the questionable tag, you know, I mean, he's listed as probable. I think he's going to play, um, but but I just think I, I'd rather play Derrick Rose at 7,200 versus him at 79. So that's kind of really why I'm not as much on uh, on Mike Conley. But listeners, listen, you probably should be on Conley. I've got nothing against him in this spot. But Anderson, Conley, and, uh, and Jackson, those would kind of be my plays. Uh, especially if Jermichael Green is out. I think Jackson is, is more firmly in play. And I also think that will increase a, a few more minutes for uh, for Mr. Mark Gasol, who would also uh, j- just probably have a phenomenal game at 7,700. So all these games at the back of the slate don't look as appealing, but, you know, a lot of these guys are underpriced, and, and that's why I'm so interested in them. Um. Yeah, I do like Kyle Anderson in pace up spots. This is the second biggest pace bump on the slate um, behind the New York Knicks against Atlanta. Um. So I do like Kyle Anderson in the spot at forty six hundred. I I should have mentioned him. Um. The Sacramento Kings side of things here. You know, it's a tough matchup against Memphis. This team's a much better defensive team when they're at home than when they're on the road. Um. They're probably likely. Sacramento is going to push the pace in this game, which helps the the whole defensive matchup thing. Mm-hmm. What do we like on the Kings? Um, can we keep playing Buddy Heald? Like, he's just going to keep chucking. Yeah, I, listen, if, if Bogdanovich is out, I think I think you, you consider him big time uh, because he he's just going to keep firing. Um, you know, he took 25 shots against OKC. I think you'll you'll see something similar there. He took 14 three-point shots. 14. Hey, 
Hey, and you know he what? Knows the he rules. Hit... You know, you don't. You take a step back instead of a step step forward, and you shoot. <laughs> That's exactly what you do. That's exactly what he's going to do. And I'm actually happy for Buddy. Uh, you, I know we kind of had this discussion off air, and I know we got to move. I promise you, we'll get inside away. But uh, we just talked about the fact that how 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 much better would New Orleans feel if they had Buddy Hill back in their arsenal? I think they feel great. I mean, Buddy's just been really playing well. Um, and, and they, they let him go, and uh, I, th- I think they'd be happy to have him back. Uh, he's obviously thriving out there in Sacramento, even with this massive roster where almost everybody plays every game. Uh, but, yeah, Buddy Hill, De'Aaron Fox is 7,500. I don't mind him. I, I do think Memphis is going to play pretty good defense, but, man, Fox is just I've, – I've missed every massive Fox game this year. Uh, I had all the Buddy Hill in the world. I didn't have Fox. I only ran one lineup the other night. And so, uh, obviously, he went off for another pretty much 60 fantasy points. But this guy's been playing great. And I think Willie Colley-Stein is just slightly underpriced. So, I, I still don't mind him. Even in this tough spot at 5,700, uh, I don't mind him. Be elite, so that experiment, are we going to keep playing him? Uh, He's you know, priced up. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah I, I know. Yeah, so I, I will say this. I'm I'm a firm believer in going back to the well on guys that I played that have burned me, and at 5K in a, in a slightly competitive game, I wouldn't mind filtering him in if I'm multi-entry, especially if Shumpert is out and Bogdanovich is out. Like this would be the spot you look at at the end of the night, and he's got 40 fantasy points, and you're like, "Come on, I played you two times in a row, and you did nothing." <laughs> So I, I'm just putting that out there. Like I know it's 5K. I know he's priced up. He's not a main piece for me. But if, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're doing some multi-entry 20 plus lineups, I would say, I say filter him into one or two because because he could, he could do it with zero percent ownership. My problem is they keep giving Justin Jackson minutes. Like this guy. Like, uh, it's frustrating. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. All right, last game on the slate, New Orleans at L.A. taking on the Lakers. We have a 234 total. Lakers favored by five. The entire game is questionable. Um, Anthony Davis is questionable. Miritic is doubtful. Randall is questionable. Ingram is questionable. McGee is questionable. Rondo is questionable. Um, It's a lot of question marks. Um, If you're playing on Fantasy Draft, if you're playing on FanDuel, I think there's one easy solution to New Orleans side of things. Play Drew Holiday. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I played Drew the other night. Uh, maybe I benefited from a little bit of Anthony Davis injury. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, thank you for awarding me with 60 fantasy points. I appreciate it. Um, you know, this is another team that I, I kind of view same way I view Toronto. If one guy's out, I just kind of try to take the next guy. Uh, and, and that's just the way I'm going to uh, approach it here. Uh, if AD's out, I'm at, if AD's out, I'm actually a little bit afraid for New Orleans. They have shown an ability to not play well when AD is out. And so if AD and Randall are out, and if all they have is Drew, like I don't know if I'm going to be as comfortable playing Drew even against the Lakers. Uh, but that's just me. I know this is kind of a homecoming for him, I think. So, um, like, I, I get it 100%. I think if – if uh, and I think a couple of those guys are going to be back for the Lakers. But, um, you know, I, I just don't feel comfortable. 
if Davis and Randall and Miritich are out, I guess I should try to get comfortable, but I guess that would make Sheik Diallo in play and, you know, maybe a few of these other guys like um, uh, uh, each one more, Darius Miller, Solomon Hill, like all these guys would, would end up with minutes. Wesley Johnson, Tim Frazier, uh, all these guys would, would have minutes. So, uh, and I don't think we're going to get this news early at all. So you're really going to have to want to play this game, I think, and kind of stack it up and maybe not have LeBron and Brow or, or, or something creative uh, because I don't think you're going to get the news in time. I think we get the Miratic news early. I think that news comes yeah. out. Like, he's doubtful. Yeah. Like, I, I think that news yeah, yeah, comes yeah. out early. I I don't think we get the Julius Randle, Anthony Davis news until late. Um Anthony Davis is it's an illness and they didn't really say too much about it. So um if Randall sits again and Miritic is out, I think he could go back to the well uh on Darius Miller. His prices come up. He's still pretty cheap though. He'll play 30-ish minutes, maybe more. He shot the ball 15 times in and I did a career high 20 points. Um so don't expect that, but he's a guy that's very active defensively. Um, so that's always good at 4K. Um, and then on the Lakers side of things, like LeBron's one of the safest plays on the entire slate. Um, I hate the idea of fading him in this spot, but I don't think I'll end up playing him. I'd love the floor. If I was playing cash games, he would certainly be somebody I'd be considering. But I just don't know if this is the spot he has the massive ceiling, especially if Rondo and Ingram and all these guys come back. Yeah, and, and I think these guys are coming back. I mean, they were in the in the G League and practiced or whatever. Now, uh, I think I think they got a practice in earlier this they week or today. Yesterday or yeah. today, Thursday, whatever day. You know, Thursday they practice. Rondo and Ingram practice Thursday. Yeah, so I, I think uh, I, I think they're coming back, and so yeah, for that reason, you know, I, I think I'm LeBron's going to be on the outside looking in for me. I think I'd rather play Greek. Uh, I, I think I'd rather play – well, obviously I'd rather play Kawhi. Kawhi is pretty much my number one stud anyway because uh, Lowry is already out. So, um, you know, I think I'd rather play Kawhi over him. Um, I think I'd rather play Kyrie over him. So, you know, with all the guys that I think I'd rather play over LeBron that have similar upside at, at, at lower price points or, you know, 100 more for Greek with more upside, I think that's the approach I'm going to take. So this is going to be a crazy game. If everybody plays, uh, but I still think, you know, I'm kind of going to be off LeBron, but I do really like him. I think I, I think I would um, pass on Kuzma if Ingram comes back. Um, don't play him at all. Uh, don't play. Yeah. I'm sorry. See, I mean, but listen, Ingram and Rondo back, just, just scratch Kuzma off your list, period. Like he's 7,200. You know, I've got to wait for him to go back down to like 5,500 before I even think about playing him again with all those guys back. Man, Lonzo's such a sneaky tournament play here against New Orleans. Like, I don't think I'll end up on him, especially if Rondo comes back. But it's one of those things, like we were talking about earlier, like you check the box score and you're like, oh, man, I didn't, I totally could have seen that Lonzo ball game coming. Like, this game has a massive total, but I'm much more interested in the New Orleans side than the Lakers side outside of LeBron. So, 
Um, if McGee plays, he didn't practice on Thursday, so he's very questionable. But if McGee plays, I'd play him at 4,800. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that either, uh, especially – I mean, I honestly think McGee should be getting 25 to 30 minutes even anyway, even with Chandler there. Like, give him the minutes. He's earned He's played really well for this team. So I, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, wouldn't mind McGee at 4,800. That's definitely a price we can strike there uh, while the iron's hot. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here for the weekend. Um Give me your favorite game to go over or under. It's very rare uh, night before that we have all the lines out. Uh, give me over in the uh, Spurs Timberwolves game. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ballsy here. I'm gonna take the under in the um, L.A. Lakers game. Yeah, I I like it. I get it. Under five K to seven X. First look, who you got? Let's see here. Under five K to seven X. Give me Marvin Williams. All right. That is not who I thought you were going to pick. Yeah, as much as I don't like him, the guy's been performing. I'm, I'm going to take him today. Go go with the hometown feel. I thought you were um, – I really thought you were going to take um, – why can't I think of his name? Oh, man. I can't think of his name now. It's driving me crazy. But anyway, I'll not, think of it here. I'll think of I it here in a second. I couldn't take Jermichael Green because he's questionable this week, today. I, I wouldn't have taken him anyway, but yeah. Um, I think I'm going to – oh, I thought you were going to take Kyle Anderson. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Um, Give me, give me old Reggie Bullock. <laughs> I don't like yeah, I a lot of guys under 5K today. Unless there's a value that opens up, this could be a balance build type of day. Uh, just you know, scrolling through these guys at 5K. Now there's some guys that I like here to like 6x, but I don't like a lot of these guys that have like like I don't like a lot of massive ceiling guys here. Um, over 8K, not the 5x. Who's, who's your bust today? Easy one, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. LMA. Um. You know what? Give me Blake. Gotcha. You already know who my favorite 6X play is, so who do you got? Uh, favorite player to go 6X today. We, we all know that mine's Gordon Hayward. Um, I, I made that very yeah. clear earlier. Yeah, yeah. I would you know be what? damn shocked if he doesn't 6X today. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go with somebody that's treated me really well this year. No surprise. I'm going to roll with the Kyrie Irving call today. Rolling with Kyrie. We took two guys from Boston in this. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. All right, Will. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. Uh, you know, for, for those of you that, that uh, don't like Anthony Davis, just go ahead and add Chris Paul to that list. Uh, he, he gets hurt a lot, too. Uh, that's the end of my spiel. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna know we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. If you're looking for NFL stuff, the Morning Grind NFL Week 16 podcast is on iTunes. Morning Grind. It's on the Roto-Grinders podcast page. It is also on SoundCloud. 
bunch of ways to listen to iHeartRadio, um, all kinds of different ways to listen to the Morning Grind nowadays. We always appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Love the support. We'll be back next week talking sports, having an awesome weekend before Christmas, um, and get ready for Christmas. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you then. <laughs>